Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast, episode 19. I'm your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by the one and only Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing, man? Doing great, doing great. Um, ready for this episode. I'm kind of actually hyped for some reason. Maybe because of the episode I just recorded for my other show, but I'm, I'm, I'm in a kind of hype mood. Uh-huh, you got a lot of energy going, man. You ready to talk some baseball? Yes, yes, yes. Cool, cool. So, opening day is around the corner, March 26th. It's opening day for Major League Baseball. And currently, right now, you know, spring training is going on, a lot of the exhibition games. So, I wanted to talk a little bit here today about the, um, give a little background information on, like, the whole, the whole you know, spring training and um stuff got started. So, you ready to get into that? Yes, sir. Cool, cool. So those of you don't know, you know, spring training is usually like the series of practices and like exhibition games that um, MLB players have before the season gets started. And it normally starts around mid-February or so. And usually pitchers and catchers, they report first for um, spring training and then um, position players and stuff, you know, follow up probably, you know, a week or so afterwards. And it's usually like down in like Florida and everything, the Florida area. They have the practices and everything. And, and like the history of um, spring, spring training, it actually goes back to the 1890s. And it became like an official thing, like worldwide in um, 1910. And like the quote unquote birthplace of spring training was Hot Springs, Arkansas. And it was the um, Chicago White Stockings, which are now the Chicago Cubs today. Um, their team president, Albert Spaulding and Cap Anderson, um, kind of quote-unquote brainchild behind getting the whole spring training thing going. And um, in 1886, um, they traveled to Hot Springs to prepare for the upcoming season. And after that, they had a successful season, and then other teams kind of followed suit behind that as well. Um, let's see. Some of the first teams that um, started having spring training, they see, says the uh, Cleveland Spiders, Detroit Tigers, the Pirates, Reds, Brooklyn Dodgers, and then the um, Boston Red Sox all started participating in uh, spring training. And I, f- I found this fact very, very interesting. It says on um, St. Patrick's Day in 1918, um, a successful pitcher by the name of uh, Babe Ruth was forced to play in an emergency game um, against, the, um, against Pittsburgh. And they say this basically kind of changed the course of history because he had a very successful um game that day ended up hitting two wrong home runs and his team ended up winning so from then on he went on to you know become the babe become babe roof he hit a 573 foot home run that day and um pretty much the rest is history and let's see the phillies the philadelphia phillies they were the first team to kind of start transitioning from arkansas to florida for um spring training games and that's when um my team started Transitioning to Florida, this is Jacksonville, Florida, and Tampa, Florida. That's when you know teams started kind of transitioning, transitioning to Florida, and you know spring training kind of became a big thing down in the Florida area. So, um, yeah, man, I found a lot of cool information on like the start of spring training. Uh, any thoughts on this so far? Well, um, that's kind of interesting that spring training first started in freaking Arkansas. Yeah, I would have never thought that, man. I would have never thought that. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not too surprised. Yeah. 
you know, especially around that time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> but, but yeah, then they, I mean, I guess, you know, that, that kind of Arkansas uh, heat is a little different from Florida heat. And mm-hmm. Florida heat is bad, but Arkansas, Alabama, you know, that type of heat is ruthless so i'm pretty sure that's probably say ah let's go to let's let's go down to florida we mm-hmm. probably have a little bit of time there mm-hmm. or whatnot so um yeah i mean it's it's interesting to see like how the history of spring training even you know got started and then what you said about the whole uh about a good old babe ruth and everything um i mean i mean he is who he is uh i don't have no qualms with the man but He's not one of my favorite people. Right, right. I, I understand. <laughs> but yeah, man, I find all this stuff like very, very interesting. And they said like also too here, they said one of the first um, spring training that was like outside the United States took place in Cuba. It was the um, Brooklyn Dodgers. They actually went to Cuba in uh, 1947 for 1947 and 1940. No, 1947 they were in Cuba for um, spring training and in 1949 they went to the Dominican Republic for um, spring training. Now, I wonder if around that time, especially when they was in Cuba. Oh, question. 1947 and 1949, they were in um, Cuba. And then 1948, they went to the Dominican Republic. Okay. okay. But um, I wonder if it was around that time is when some uh, some prospect that they had their eye on, some dude named Fidel Castro mm. kind of came across that. Because I don't know if you know the history, you know, Castro was, like, scouted by the, I think, the Yankees or somebody I like that. I think I remember hearing something about that. So, just imagine if he would have took up playing baseball, like, seriously, opposed to what his career path eventually Exactly, is. exactly, man. Exactly. Hmm, you just, you just never know, man. Just never know. But yeah, man, I find all this stuff, you know, pretty interesting. That's like, I really, I just, you know, I've been following baseball pretty much all my life. I didn't really know, like, the, the history behind, like, how spring training got started and everything. So I found a lot of this stuff, you know, very interesting as I was getting ready for this, this week's show. Very interesting. And like I said, we ended up learning a lot here. Like, last season, we learned a lot here. Learning, you know, starting again, learning more stuff this, this you know, season coming up. Yeah, man. And, and, and what's crazy, too, is that. Uh, for the most part, baseball of the major sports in America is the only one really that kind of does this. Mm-hmm. That, you know, they have their, I mean, the NFL, you know, they, they have a game over in London, but that's during the regular season, but that's like a contract that they've worked out. But they don't have like OTAs and everything like that, you know, at a, you know, in a different country or in a different state than where their actual facility is but when it comes to spring training for baseball you know they okay you can be the freaking yankees but you could be in the midwest somewhere playing spring training or in the case of the two teams that's here you got the you got the um the nationals and the astros but they're down in florida mm-hmm. so it is it's, it's interesting how they kind of uproot and go to a completely different state to kind of get ready for you know you know the the 162 game grind in a, in a sense so yeah most definitely and it really is interesting like i said you got teams you know coming from all over the different you know different cities and stuff like that and i can see all kind of gravitate like you know the florida area you know and i think, I think arizona too. some people trade in arizona too so 
It's interesting. Yeah. It is. It's a very interesting thing, and I, like I said, I don't think no other sport could actually do that successfully every year. No, so. they, they 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 really couldn't. They really couldn't. I couldn't imagine like some teams like you know basketball or football and the other you know major sports or anything doing that what they do for baseball. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. So yeah, man. Uh, anything else on on uh, spring training, like the history of spring training? Anything else? Any other questions or anything? Or are you good? Um, like doing your um like research and everything about. Did it say like any? I know you spoke about Bay Ruth, but like any other like high profile players do anything like really special, like doing the history of uh, spring training? That's like that you feel is like noteworthy, or they didn't go on anything like that. Not, that was the major thing. Only other thing they said is um, people like uh, Willie Mays or DiMaggio and a couple other people, some of the Yankees kind of gravitated down to Florida, started like, you know, finding like residential like homes and stuff and stuff down there. But the Babe Roof thing is probably the biggest, biggest thing that I um, came across. But yeah, man, I just wanted to get into that. I thought that was kind of kind of interesting. Something would be, you know, a good discussion topic for us to get into here. And let's see. Oh, like I said, uh, March 26th is like opening day for uh, Major League Baseball. And I pulled up some of the games here that's going to uh, take place on that day. Um, you got the Nationals and Mets. They're at uh, 1 o'clock. They're going to be on ESPN. Um, you got the White Sox and Royals, Tigers and Indians, Cubs, Brewers, Royals, White Sox, Yankees and Orioles. Red Sox and Blue Jays, Giants, Dodgers, and Twins Athletics. Let's see. Uh, Rangers, Mariners, Phillies, Marlins, Padres, Rockies, Pirates, Rays, Cardinals, Reds, Angels, and um, Cheetahs in Houston. <laughs> and then Atlanta, Atlanta, and uh, the Diamondbacks. Those are all games that are on tap for that Thursday opening day. Uh, any thoughts on any of those games? Any thoughts on any of that? Um, I know one team for sure is gonna lose an opening day, and I won't say what team that is. I wonder what team that could be. (laughs) I already know they they already the team the season is gonna is already gonna be ruined after the first after opening day. I know, right? (laughs) Opening day and the season's already over, man. For some teams, man, unbelievable. (laughs) They don't stand a chance. No, 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 not not some teams. One team. One team. Oh my goodness! I wonder what game you're talking about. I, 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 have, I have no idea. I have no idea who you're talking about, man. Some 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 team that that needs to have a thirty for thirty about it of how the hell they managed to win two World Series in three years and no, not three years, well, what five years? I think something, it was. something like that. And, yeah, yeah, ninety seven, two thousand two. I think it was. Two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they found a way to win two World Series and blow up the teams and just go into, you know, obscurity like no other. I mean, mm-hmm. th- that should be a 30 for 30, right? Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done a 30 for that 30, because that would be a perfect, you know, scenario to make a 30 for 30 for. I would definitely watch that one. <laughs> like, how do you win two World yeah, Series and you just blow up the team afterwards? Twice! Oh, my God. Twice! Oh, my God. One second they okay, <laughs> but twice? Come on, now. Uh, like I said, I, 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 look, 
I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be good. I'm, I don't want to go off on that tangent. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's crazy. And for the Nationals, their home opener is uh, April second. That's a Thursday. I plan to be there for that. That should be. I think they're having a whole week of different like celebrations where they raise the banner to get their rings and doing some other little stuff for them. So that should be really cool. Looking forward to that. Um, anything else on the upcoming like uh, like opening day? Anything else you want to discuss? Mm, no, not really. No. Oh, okay. Okay. So I mentioned this to you earlier when I told you you know we're gonna do the show. I wanted to do a little over under with you uh, some different scenarios regarding the um, upcoming season. So so yeah, are you ready to get into that a little over under? Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. First. Over under uh, twenty wins for Mad Max Scherzer this year as um, a record wise. Would he win twenty games? Like last year he only won eleven. This year I'm saying could he win twenty games over or under twenty games? Twenty wins for Mad Max Scherzer this season. Mm, I'm I'm going to have to say under mm-hmm. because I mean. He really, he, he really, you know, got beat up last year. He did. So, and I mean, he's not, he's not a young dude anymore. So, mm-hmm. it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if, and I'm pretty sure they probably already discussed it with him, but it wouldn't be surprising. Like, if you see him probably like start some games and they probably don't pull him, like maybe like around the sixth inning of some games mm-hmm. or whatnot, just to kind of, just to kind of you know make sure he's there when he's truly truly needed. Mm-hmm. I know, kind of observing. You know, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm, I'm with that. I'm gonna go under because you know a lot of times too, if if you do six innings, there's always that kind of, there's always that kind of fine line of whether or not the starting pitcher actually could get the win because you know you still have a good what um, three and a half innings I say you know left so. Some crazy stuff always happens, and then if the if the bullpen isn't so great, and you know they kind of come in and kind of muddle the line, depending on, and then you know the pitcher might not get the starter might not get the win, and it's more of like a either no decision for the winner mm-hmm. uh, for the starter, mm-hmm. or or basically like the um, the reliever uh, get the win, depending on like what he do. Mm-hmm. You know how do you, you know you know how they like to do that? Oh yeah, oh definitely. So, yeah. so, so in that regard, I say I, I go under, but I could see him getting at least probably, I say around between that, I say fifteen to eighteen wins. I, I put him around that range. Yeah, I'm just gonna, this season. yeah, I'm just gonna say that too. I could see him winning maybe about fifteen or so games. You know, up from the eleven last year, I could definitely see him. Be, Cause like I say it's, it's hard. You know, twenty wins that's not a, that's not an easy thing to do. It's, it's really not. I mean, you've seen some pitchers do it, you know, over you know the course of their careers, but it's not an easy thing to do. But I can see him winning about, like you say, about 15 to 18 games. I think that's reasonable for Max this season. Yeah. Okay. Over, under, 200 strikeouts for uh, Steven Strasburg this season. Now, last year he had 251. Will he be over or under this season? Um... Hmm. And what was his? What was the total last year? Last year he had two hundred and fifty-one strikeouts. I probably put him around the same range. Probably, probably around the same range. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, probably so. Yeah, right. yeah, I can see it. So, yeah, I'm with you there. But if I have to truly answer the question, because I didn't really answer it, but <laughs> if, if I truly answer the question, I I put him a little over. I put him a little over. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you there. I like, I say maybe like two sixty. Yeah, maybe. That's, that's fair. That's fair. That is definitely fair. Okay, the next one. Um, let's see. Bryce Harper, over or under 40 home runs for Bryce Harper for this upcoming season? Well, let's see. Uh, since he's such in a happy place with the, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't feel bad about not at all about not being a part of the World Series winning Washington Nationals team mm-hmm. at all. And last year he had 35. He had 35 last year. So, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's not too much of a stretch for him, you know, to get to 40, but I mean, this isn't, you know, home runs isn't what it used to be because, I mean, we're not in the steroid era anymore. That's so, true. And, I mean, even. I mean, even when guys, certain guys would get hot and everything like that with home runs, it wasn't like the rest of, I mean, like your best batters was what between that 35, 40, 45 range. So, hmm. uh, I'll, I'll say under. I'll say under. The under, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll go under. Under, okay. I think he'll probably hit it maybe buck the same amount. I think he'll hit it in the thirty to thirty-five range. Okay. I think uh, that's what I'm gonna go. With. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under as well. Okay. Over or under ninety wins for the Nationals this season? Last year they won ninety-three games. Over or under ninety wins for the Washington Nationals this season? Well, I mean. You know, with history, when it comes to winning a lot of games, doesn't always equals postseason success. Looking at you, Dodgers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, see that that's a hmm, overall under with that. I mean, I can see them around this the same range, so I'll I won't say I won't say over. I won't say over. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of not really saying under either. I think they're just being in that same range because they got hot when it was necessary. Yeah, they did. They started off, they started off horrible. Like that first couple of months, they were god off. They had won like in like two months, they won like 19 games. And then they just kind of exactly. flipped the switch and they just, you know, were rocking and rolling the rest of the season. They had like the best record in baseball, you know, moving forward. So. Yeah, so, I mean. Yeah, that's that's kind of a tough one. It really not, is. You know, you know, us being sport fans and stuff like that. It's not always how you start; it's how you. Yeah, play. especially in baseball, we have 162 games. I mean, like I said, you can start off horrible, and then, like I said, then you can catch fire like after the All Star break or something, and then you know you make the postseason. So, but I could definitely see them, like I say, in that same, like I say, 90 to 93, you know, win scenario. I think so. It's, it's like I said, it's, it's kind of it's kind of tough, but um, but I see them staying probably run that same kill. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right, you're gonna love this one. Over or okay. under a hundred losses for the Marlins this season? 
Last year, they, last year they lost 105 games, so over and under 100 <laughs> losses for the for the Marlins. <laughs> See, see, Chris, I, I, you know, I, I, I thought we were, we, we, we started out, you know, I, I had to kind of break up the Marlins being terrible already. And, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm going to have to go over because, I mean, you, I, I don't, I don't think they got better. They got worse by when they let them. Considerably was considered like their best player going um, Castro. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah, it, over. Yeah, over. they definitely go over. Go over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, over, over, over. Okay. Um. All right. So back to uh Steven Strasburg. Over or under twenty wins for Steven Strasburg. Last year he won eighteen games. Over or under twenty wins for Steven Strasburg. Well, I go over with him. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I could definitely see him win 20 games this year. Because just like how I think they're going to try to reserve um, Max a little bit, I think they're going to they're gonna try to depend more on Strasburg just to kind of, you know, I feel like even though, you know, the whole conversation we had uh, last episode in regards to, like, the big three. Mm-hmm. You know, that total thing. And to kind of compare these guys to, you know, what's considered the greatest big three, you know, Glavin, Maddox, and Smokes, mm-hmm. people kind of forget that that Glavin was the true, like... I always say that Glavin... Uh, well, I should say, well, let me rephrase that. Scherzer is Glavin, mm-hmm. and Strasburg is Smoke. Mm-hmm. I see that. So, with that being said, Smokes, he he would do he could do like multiple things as we knew, especially when he later in his career when he switched to being a freaking saver, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Glavin was that true, true, you know, like that, that go-getter, that, you know, that, that true grinder or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Mattis was just cool, calm, and collected. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. But, but to kind of, but to come back to these guys, I feel like Strasburg is going to be the one that has to do a little bit more mm-hmm. as far as the pitching. Mm-hmm. And, and they're going to kind of reserve Max, so they're gonna depend more on Strasburg. Yeah, yeah, because he's younger. He's thirty one compared, you know, thirty five by um, a Mad yeah. Max. So they, I think they're gonna kind of, I can see that kind of using him a little bit more and kind of, you know, easing up on Max a little bit, having put a certain, have maybe have a, I don't say necessarily a limit on his innings, but kind of, you know, be you know, a little more cautious with him. I think. Yeah, because because I mean, your back doesn't get better as you get older. It really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> And like I said, for the long season, you want Max for the long haul. You know, you want him, exactly. you don't want him to have to be, you know, like a situation where they had to, um, had a, you know, couldn't pitch and had to throw Joe Ross in there. No disrespect to Joe Ross, I like him, but he he's no bad Max now. But I mean, that's a tough situation. Like all of a sudden, you think Max going to pitch, and all of a sudden, you know, throw Joe Ross in there. You want your best guys in there for the long haul. So I could definitely see them kind of taking it a little easier with Max this season. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, which I still don't understand. Like the whole thing about, you know, back, like when they, to kind of go to another sport real quick, but like when they said, oh, Marshawn Lynch is coming up, like, what? Like, I thought he had a damn broke back, basically. Right, right, right. How is that supposed to work? You don't get better with your back as you get older, especially taking beatings and poundings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And being a pitcher, I mean, that, that weighs on your back. It does. So, your back and your arms and joints and everything. It's a lot of, you know, it takes a lot out of you to pitch. Exactly. I mean, you're trying to have this man coming out there, you know, held together by shoestrings and bubble gum. Right. Whatnot. Exactly. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Alright, um, next one up. Uh, I kind of got my note to answer for you. This is the way we've been talking. Um, Max, uh, over or under on 200, uh, strikeouts. Last year he had 243. Over or under for 200 strikeouts for Max this season. Well, I mean, if, if they're gonna, if, if going by the notion that they're gonna kind of, kind of rein him in a little bit and kind of put him on like a count or something, basically, I think he'll be under. That could very well be. That would that would not surprise me. That would not surprise me. He may be like maybe 170, 180 or something like that. Like like a shade under 200. Still have a yeah. lot of high strikeout count, but be like a shade under 200. Yeah, they, I mean, he'll probably have some... He'll probably go, you know, have a few games where, you know, it's just always Max being Max. You know, mm-hmm. just go off and oh, yeah. maybe rattle off like 20 in a game or something. But mm-hmm. overall total... It, you know, it, it, like you say, it'd probably be like a shade under 200 or something. Like that. Mm, just think, a couple seasons ago, he actually had a 300 strikeout season. He had a 300 strikeout season two two years ago. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And but like I say, that's that's before the back. That's before. That's before. That's that's, that's, before, that's before the back stuff too. So. Okay. Um. This is a, gonna be an interesting one. Over or under when it comes to um Astros players being um hit by pitchers. Hit by pitches this season. You're gonna be it's gonna be a lot of people like throwing at them this season. I think it's gonna be like a less smaller amount of people throwing at them this season. Like based I, off the whole cheating stuff. Over overall, I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be less. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning of the season, is is gonna be up there. But I think as we kind of get past the first two months of the season, that's probably gonna dissipate. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't think I don't think uh, MLB will be like, look, okay, we get it, or whatever, but y'all got to stop this, it, because exactly. At some point, you know, yeah, they'll take their lumps like they've done in spring training. They've taken their lumps, oh, yeah. but it's like, okay, that's that's not like a good look on baseball, especially. I mean, because I put it like this: what's what's worse, them get caught stealing signs or whatnot, or legitimately trying to get an advantage with PEDs and stuff like that. If you're not going to go after players that did that like this, mm-hmm. then I don't think you should kind of hold that type of grudge throughout the whole course of the season for this. Because I'm pretty sure they're not the only team that's done it. Mm-hmm. they just the only one that got they caught. They got caught. Exactly. Exactly. Like you said, early on, I could see them, you know, People kind of coming for them, but after a certain point, you know, like I said, Major League Baseball is going to step in like, hey, you know, you guys can't be doing this. You know, they might start, you know, throwing out some suspensions and stuff. So as the season goes on, I think they're going to kind of ease up on them a bit. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out this season for them. All right. I got four more for you. Final four. 
Um, over or under 50 home runs from Mike Trout. Last year he hit 45. Over or under 50 home runs from Mike Trout this season. I'll put him in like, I'll say over. He'll probably be in like that 52 to 55 range. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Especially, you know, with Anthony Rendon in the lineup over there now, too. So. Yep. He's going to have a lot more opportunities, I think. So I'm going to go over on that one as well. Let's see. Over or under 30 home runs for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Now, last year, I think it was his first season in the big leagues. And he only hit 15. I think he's got a lot of potential, a lot of pop in his back. Over or under. Under 30 home runs for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. this season. Uh, well, repeat that again. I said over or under 30 home runs for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. this upcoming season. Last year he only hit 15. That was his rookie season. So over or under 30 home runs for him this season. I'll say over. I'll say probably about 35. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Like I said, he's, you know, he's been in the big leagues. Now he's got a season under his belt. He should be more comfortable at the plate. So I could definitely see him going over that um, over that mark. Let's see. Over or under 100 wins for the Yankees this season. Last year they won 103 games. Over or under 100 wins for the Yankees this season. Um, hmm. Well, okay. So once again. They won that many, and remember, Aaron Judge was not healthy most of last season. That's so true. This season, you're getting a, a healthy Aaron Judge, you're getting a healthy lineup overall for them. Mm. So I can see them going over. I can see them going over. Them going over? Okay. Yeah. And last but not least, over or under 90 wins for the Angels this season. Now, last year they only won 73 games, but like I said, they got Anthony Rendon over there with Mike Trout in the lineup. That's going to be a lethal one-two punch, man. I know some people talk worried about like their pitching and everything, but hitting-wise, I think they're going to be you know right up there. I think they're going to actually make the playoffs this season. So, over or under 90 wins for the Anaheim Angels this upcoming season. I'll say over. I'll say over. I agree. I'm going to go over. Alrighty, that's it for over under. That was fun. That was something a little, little different for us this time. I, I, I enjoyed that. Did you like that? Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Ooh, cool. Yeah, it really, it really gives me to think, and then you get to hold me to it later on in the <laughs> That's right. We'll, see. we'll go back. We'll go back and just see and see what happens. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I got it all right. Oh, hell, I definitely missed the boat. Oh, on that, that one, right, right, right. Yeah, I'm making note of everything, so I'm just making sure so we can go back and look and see, <laughs> see how we, see how we did with these over or unders. Um, anything else you want to discuss here tonight? That's that's all I got. Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. Like I say, I, I think we'll have a, a a lot more to discuss. You know, once the season gets started mm-hmm. and everything like that, because. I mean, around this time of the year, it's just like, okay, we're just kind of waiting for mm-hmm. you know, opening day and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And, you know, the other sports is kind of clogging up the headlines right now. So Yeah, yeah. But next time we, you know, get started again, we'll you know, hopefully have some more to discuss. We're just kind of getting our feet wet, just kind of getting back into the swing of things. But like I said, once the season's going into the game, get going, we'll definitely have a lot more to discuss and everything. And then I think we'll get back to maybe, you know, discussing some players and different, you know, Baseball topics and everything, and like I say, I think like I said, it should be should be a good good season. I'm, I'm looking forward to this season. Yeah, because I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I thought I think last year when we started the podcast, 
I think the season was either already started or just about to start. I think so. I think it was like early on in the season when we like got okay. started. Yeah, it was like early on in the season. Season eight was already like underway. So this is like the first time we doing yeah. it like you know before the season actually started. So yeah. So yeah, so so we, like you said, we're getting the feet wet, you know, just kind of going over a little bit of stuff here and there, and whatnot. But I think once the season really get going, and you're like, oh, this player's doing this, or you know, never thought about this guy, or something like this, or or what the hell is uh, such and such doing as a manager, blah blah blah, you know, that type. Of thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Alrighty, man, another good episode. Jay, anything you'd like to plug before we get about here? Uh, yes, uh, as I mentioned before we actually, um, got started with this episode, uh, got a few episodes myself, uh, coming out this week, um, and everything, um, first up would be my episode 152 on J Movie Talk, where I talk about the 1993 John Woo directed, first American film at that, uh, the Jean-Claude action film, Hard Target. Um, because of the fact that the new movie called The Hunt is coming out on Friday the 13th, which kind of has somewhat of a similar-ish storyline where people are being hunted and everything, and they got to basically defend themselves. So I decided to do Hard Target. Uh, always been a fan of the movie and whatnot, so I decided to do it for the podcast. Um, that's going to be releasing um, Wednesday, um, even though we're recording this on Tuesday, so it'll be out Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode should be uploaded thursday uh, i'll say that um or whatnot so yeah it'll be a day before this episode is actually released uh so you definitely check that out and also on friday the 13th uh i'll be releasing my episode 153 uh where i did another commentary track for the friday the 13th franchise where i watched uh friday 13 part 3 um and did my fan commentary track for that kind of something i've been doing like every so often with movies or whatnot mm-hmm. um so like i said that's going to be released at midnight on uh friday 13th or whatnot so those are the two uh episodes for movie talk that i got going on so yeah you can definitely check those out of course on the network and everything and of course you can always follow me on the twitter at j giles well, the J Giles or my movie um, account, uh, J Movie Talk as well. Cool. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. And as far as I'm concerned, you can follow me on Twitter at Moneymaker Chris as well as Instagram, DC Sports Fan 23. Uh, follow this show's Twitter page at Slam underscore podcast and follow our brand new Instagram page. At the Grand Slam Podcast. Just open that up today. Give us a follow over there. Um, check out my writing. Uh, medium.com slash at Broken Moneymaker. Check out my Facebook page for my writing. Um, the Cash In on Facebook. I post my articles and stuff there. As well as, you know, I talk all things sports. Wrestling, pop culture related. also have football and friends. Um, all things football related. I just put an article out about some things. Plenty of things going to happen during the off season. Also, check out my products I have for sale. Storefrontier.com slash Writer315. T-shirts and hoodies on there. Get my anniversary shirt celebrating one year anniversary of Football and Friends. Five more days. That'll be available as well. Um, shout out to my friend Tito. He just got some stuff. He got a shirt and a phone case from me. Appreciate you, bro. 
Um, also, teesprings.com slash store slash moneymakerchris. Got some products and stuff on there as well. And I still have wristbands, towels, ink pens available, and some other exclusive t-shirts that you won't see on the pages. Hit me up if you're interested in any of those. I'll take PayPal and Cash App. So, yeah, check out my products and check out my writing. Right, the man with a lot going on, Mr. Moneymaker that's Chris. That's right, that's right. A man of many talents, a man of many talents. <laughs> I wear many hats. <laughs> All right, man, any last words for this episode? Uh, just uh, just really enjoyed this episode. Like the history of uh, spring training and, like I said, just waiting for the season to get started. Yeah, most definitely. Season, like I said, coming up in two weeks, March 26th, opening day for baseball. Can't wait. Uh, See you guys in two weeks. Peace out. Peace.